What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 10th episode of the Resolution Podcast, where we help artists gain clarity on their calling. This week's guest is an incredible videographer. He has over three and a half million views on YouTube. He's worked with people like Kev, Blount, Kev Brown and Black Earth. He's actually one of the OGs of YouTube, which I found shocking. He's producer and videographer, Digital Hustler. What's up, man? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. How many views did you say I had? I, I saw 3.6 million. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah, racking up there, man. I'm glad people are resonating with the videos. Absolutely. I mean, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Thank you. How you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm doing all right. Just chilling after a long day. It's all good, though. I know what you mean, man. Yeah. Long day for me, too. Yeah. Work was good. Glad we finally get this together, man. Yeah, it's all right. It took us a little bit, but it's all good now. So I first want to ask you about um, how you got into filming. Like, what was your introduction into, yeah, that? Uh, my introduction, excuse my dog. My introduction into, you were quiet the whole time. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, please. That's how it is, bro. Man. Uh... I was working with the artist. Um, I can't remember the artist's name that I was working with, but we wanted to shoot a video. And I asked another rapper who was who shot his own videos how much he would charge to shoot the video. And he quoted me $10,000. And this was like in the 90s. Yeah, what, well, 90s? Late 90s. And I was like, no, nah, let me let me just get a camera and teach myself how to shoot. And that's, that's exactly what I did. Damn. Started off with the, uh, the, uh, what camera did I have at first? I think I still have it. I had a, uh, was it a Canon? I had some, uh, mini disc. I still have, I still have all the mini disc tapes. It was a mini disc recorder that I recorded on. Wow. Like my first, I would say my first, uh, maybe 100 videos until I got a DSLR. DSLRs weren't even out when I started shooting videos. So, wow. That, that, that's how old I am. <laughs> Damn, I was going to say, because. Yeah. I saw your very first video you put up on YouTube and it was a freestyle. I yes. can't remember who it was, but that's incredible. It might have been XO. Yeah. XO. Was that the same rapper that was shooting his own? No. Oh, okay. Wow. I was going to say, like, congratulations, man. Like, what was it, 15 years now? So, yeah. Yeah. This is around 2007, 2008, something like that. Yeah. It said 2007. Yeah. That's impressive, started, man. Started my YouTube channel. Um, haven't looked back since. Wow. Have you just been doing YouTube full time or no, no, I just uh I do uh I do I do a lot of I do a lot of paid jobs now. But I you know, between like five years ago I started doing stuff professionally 
Um, but before then, I just was doing stuff because I loved working with artists until it became cumbersome and I had to start charging people. Yeah. Yeah. So it started as YouTube videos. I mean, not YouTube videos, uh, music videos then. Yeah. I learned how to edit with other people's footage that I shot. That's how I learned how to edit. Uh, Sony, a cracked version of Sony Vegas. Shout out to Roddy Rod. Uh, I have a paid version now, Sony. Um, but the first seven years was, it might even be the first 10 years of editing was a cracked version of Sony Vegas. Wow. But wow. they have gotten their, their money's worth from me now. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. I was just, I was looking at some cameras just to invest in myself because I'm starting up this channel too. And it's, they, they add up, man. It's not cheap. Hey, man. The, everybody asked me the best starter camera to get for somebody just starting. The Panasonic GH5 to me. Panasonic is, GH5. Right. You can get a used one for about 600 now. It shoots 4K. Uh, you can shoot 120 frames per second with it. It's an amazing camera. I love it. You can shoot in different frame rates. Wow. Can't beat it. I'm, I'm a Panasonic. Every, every camera I have now is Panasonic, except for the GoPro. Wow. Damn. And you've, yeah, and you're like shooting all sorts of music videos and they're looking top tier. So the Black Earth was shot with the GH5. Wow. Okay. Artist, if you're listening, get yourself a Panasonic GH5 and start shooting music videos. Exactly. Exactly. You can get a refurbished one. It'll still work well. Like, I don't, you know, my, my first GH5 was refurbished. It, you know, back then when I, when I bought a GH5, it was maybe, it might've been going for like 1700. I bought it for eight or nine. Wow. So now, wow. now the price is probably like six. So it's an older model then? Yeah. It came okay. out 2014, maybe. Huh. But it's an, it's an amazing camera. Absolutely. I still shoot with, I still shoot with it to this day. Like corporate stuff, like, and until everybody migrates to 8K, then I'm going to still be shooting with you. I mean, I have another Panasonic com camera that'll shoot higher frame rates, but for like videos, like I still use the GH5 because it's so easy for what wow. I want to do. 8K? Yeah, there's 8K cameras out there, but they don't make 8K TVs. So what's the purpose of me shooting an 8K TV if YouTube can't even, <laughs> YouTube can't go above 4K. So I'm, I'm in no hurry to move, you know, to another camera just yet. Wow. What's the difference between 4K and 8K? It's double something, right? Man, 8K, you can, I can, I, I'd be able to tell if you had contact lenses on. I'd be able to read the, uh, <laughs> the 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 signature on that poster behind you <laughs> oh on the AK is crazy on the ak camp the i guess what it was that black and white poster behind you oh was it is that an album cover no that's a poster of nas okay yeah that's damn that's crazy yeah honestly i don't i don't like the look of 
uh, some 4K and 8K. It just looks too digitally to me. Mm. I'm used to like cinema style look. Like I don't want I don't want my stuff looking too clean. I'm like the the video version of the beat miners. I don't I don't want my shit clean, man. I want to yeah. look dirty and dingy. I'm the same way with production. It can't be it can't be too perfect. Exactly. Speaking of that, actually, um, what came first? Because you also produce, don't you? Uh, actually, DJing came first, then production, then videography. Wow. Okay. Yeah. How did you so get? I, I don't DJ, DJing first. Uh, I started DJing at thirteen. Um, I had my um my dad had turntables. I would just, but they were, you know, I don't know if you know, but the turntables had pretty much rubber bands, like turning them back then. So mm -hmm. I would try to scratch on, like, if you learned, if you learned how to DJ on the rubber band turntables, then you can DJ. <laughs> Those are belt you can drive, DJ. Right? You can DJ, yeah, belt drive. You can DJ on anything. And uh, I think uh, I went into the military and I bought some, did I buy techniques? I might've bought techniques in, when I was in the military and haven't looked back since. I think I, I, I think I have four pairs of techniques right now. Yeah. Four pairs? Four pairs. Damn. Those are yeah. like a thousand dollars a pop, right? Exactly. The OGs. Not, not, nice. not, yeah. Wow, yeah. and then that just kind of turned into production because, I mean, it's uh, so it, similar. It turned into production because artists always want you to DJ for them, and then, you know, you're you're DJing for them, and you're like, hey, why don't you rap over this? And you know, it starts off as freestyles, and then I can make something that sounds like this. Like back then, I was I was just looping everything. I had a, uh, the mixer I had, you could create loops on actual mixer. Um, it was a, I think it was a Gemini mixer and it could just loop six or seven seconds. I would just loop Anita Baker or the Osley Brothers or something like that and just have people rap on it. But then I gradually started like adding my own drums uh, over top of the, uh, the loops. Mm. So just chopping up drums then? No, drum loops. Oh, okay. Drum loops. Yeah. You know, back then, drum loops, uh, I don't, not too many people were chopping drums back then um, until I think maybe large professors started like really, really getting heavy. Like this is before looking out the front door, main source. This is before then. Wow. This is like the, this is like the drum, drum loop era. Everybody was using a funky drummer or synthetic substitution or uh, what's um, impeach the president. Yeah. Yeah. That's classics right there though. Exactly. Still being used. And then actually I noticed this in your YouTube channel. I kind of want to like, 
take a different direction. Okay. Um, I noticed you have a lot of first music videos, and then second, you have a lot of vlogs, and you have series like Adventures in the Dollar Crin. Excuse me, Adventures in the Dollar Bin. Yeah. What do you What do you like to shoot more? What's Do you have a preference? Uh, I like vlogs. Okay. I like vlogs because vlogs shows like my authentic self. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, you know, lip syncing to a song or, you know, hopping in a rented car. Like it's me. I'm going digging. I'm doing something. I, I like I like the vlogs better than the music videos. Nice. That's cool. Cause they definitely feel like that. Like, yeah. It shows and yeah, I feel like unlike a lot of vlogs that I've seen, it's like somebody like holding the camera and being like, hey, what's up? Like, this is me. But this is like you like shooting like who you're going out with, but you're still interacting with them from behind the camera. And right. so for me, like, I definitely feel like a fly on the wall, just like hearing conversations and stuff like that. You know, exactly. picking up like sampling games and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's it's a really cool feeling what you have with your vlogs. Thank you. You know, I uh I just I just I like being authentic and uh showing, you know, the real me. So absolutely. That's the part that never gets old. So I mean exactly. It's what makes what makes classics. So another thing about um kind of going back to your production, do you notice or I guess since you started producing before you started um, shooting videos, did your production have any influence on how you shot videos in terms of like arrangement, like, oh, this event, this thing should happen here or this thing should happen here or how did, was there any no. influence? No, no, no there, there, there was no correlation between the two. Um, I, I will say the video work took over the production work when 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 i started shooting videos heavy um i probably hadn't produced in years like i had an mpc just collecting dust i hadn't i hadn't turned it on i i wasn't inspired to make music i was inspired to create video so I just transferred that energy over into camera work. Oh, so it was a, like another channel of what you were focusing your creativity through. Exactly. Wow, exactly. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Is, did you ever, like because you transferred that energy, did you ever miss it? Like not necessarily, you said you weren't really inspired, but did you ever miss like, damn, I wish I could just throw down on the NPC again? Uh, only, only a couple of times. Like, I think like the, 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 maybe 2005 to like 2015, I probably just focused on interviewing other producers. Like when I would interview them, I'd feel inspired, but not enough to turn on the MP and start doing beats. I just, I just wanted to do video. I just wanted to create a uh, video. Back then it wasn't called, we didn't call it content. It was just making a video. <laughs> now now every everything has to be, you know, content driven. 
but back then we were just making videos. Yeah, I mean it. I definitely see what you mean. Everything's that's the that's the keyword now. It's buzzword. It's content. Right. Exactly. How do, actually, how do you feel about that? And do you think that's impacted how videos are made at scale now? Like just a different uh, towards them. So, um, I don't. I don't mind it. Um, but you know, it's video has become just like the music industry, microwave content. Like you have people who just, you know, they'll do a 15 second dance video and upload it while other people will do shoot a, you know, short movie for two minutes and it'll take them, you know, a day to edit. So it's, it's, it's definitely different, but there's, there's two, you know, two sides on, you know, what you want to be on. Do you want to be on, uh, the, the, the microwave side who just makes content just to beat the algorithms, which is smart. I'm not saying it's dumb, but, uh, you also want to put quality work out there. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't mind the dance with the dance videos. Cause I look at them, but when a corporation comes to you, um, are you just, are you just going to do dance videos for them? Like, or are you, or can you shoot actual commercial for a product? Yeah. Like with one, doing, with, with doing 30 second videos, you're not doing that much editing. Yeah. So if somebody comes to you and say, Hey, we want you to do a video. We, we want you to shoot a, a minute long video, two minute video. What are you going to do? You don't have the editing chops to do it. You have you have to edit somebody to shoot and edit your video. Meanwhile, the person who's been doing YouTube videos for years and editing long content instead of short content can do it in a couple hours. That's just my take. Yeah, I don't mind because I like yeah. short. I like I like the short content just as everybody else. I just don't think. I don't think. Uh, it's for everybody. Like everybody thinks they're talented. That's fine, but they're not. The truth is the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Like, if you're gonna shoot short term, like short form, you really should know how to do long form, just in case you do. I didn't even think about that. Like, getting branded and stuff like that, and being in a commercial, like right. you. If you just don't know how to do that, you're selling yourself short. And a, a lot of brands, you know, they want you to shoot the video. You know, they don't want to do it. What's what's the purpose of hiring an influencer? It's, they might as well shoot, you know, hire a production company, which they don't want to do. They'd rather just give an influencer $500. You shoot the video and give it to us. So Makes sense. Yeah. Is that how you started working for corporate? Yes. Uh, honestly, a lot of referrals came through Instagram. Um, I post a lot of my work through Instagram. Like a lot of people, I was told a long time ago, um, do what you want to be. So when people look at your Instagram, there's a reflection of you. If you're a videographer 
and people go to your Instagram and all you have is quotes and sayings and just images, how do people know you're a videographer? Mm. How do people know how good you are? Like Instagram is a commercial for you. Instagram is, you know, uh, an hour long commercial if they decide to look through all your posts. So I, I think like the great Joseph Parker, everybody follow Joseph Parker on Instagram. Amazing guy. He, uh, he, he purchases music catalogs. Wow. So Joseph, Joseph has a great saying, uh, if you want to work for Nike, do work for Nike stuff. Go, go, go buy a new pair of Nikes and film a commercial. Film somebody playing basketball and some and some Nikes. Do Nike stuff. Nike's not gonna hire you if they go to your Instagram and they see uh, you dancing to Beyonce videos. That's a do the work. I've never heard it put that way. That is a really good way of putting it. Exactly. Damn. So if you're, if, you, if, you're, if you're a producer and people go to your page and you don't have any music, you're not a producer. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's the, unfortunately, that is, the, that is the, the, the gold standard right now. You know, people, people want to see what you're using. They want to hear your beats on, you know, they don't want to go to a website. They'd rather do it on their phone. You have to go where the people are. Right now, it's Instagram and TikTok. Well, I'm, I'm not on TikTok so much because I don't like the whole, uh, the, uh, them using your microphone and your GPS and all that stuff. But that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah, there's some crazy stuff with that. I've. I haven't read yeah. it myself, but I've heard about it. Have, have you have you read the the the, the TikTok uh, user uh, um, the thing that you say yes to? <laughs> I have when not. you when you download TikTok. I have not, unfortunately. They control a lot of shit on your phone. The GPS, the microphone, the headset, whatever. They know where you are, even when you're not using TikTok. They know your location. It's crazy. Damn. I have it, but I haven't, you know. Mm. But that I don't I don't use it that much. Instagram is to me is better. Yeah. But, me too. I'm definitely more familiar with that platform anyway. Yeah. But That's kids, live what you want to do. Do 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 what you want to be. Do what you want to be, because what? Because who you are is what you repeatedly do. There you go. So it all comes full circle. Actually, um, hot because you kind of you kind of said something about this earlier about how it's my everything's microwave like the music industry and stuff like that. What is your like? take like kind of a hot take on where hip-hop is right now in terms of like lyrical content and production i think hip-hop is in a great space um 
It's rap music that's terrible. Hip hop is in a great space. There's a difference between hip hop and rap. Rap, rap is the microwave stuff. Okay. Hip hop is Nas's album, Westside Gun's album, Benny's album. I don't consider the other stuff hip hop. Uh, it might be, it might fall under the tree of hip hop, but to me, it's rap. And I don't, I don't, you know, I don't mind it. You know, I had, I had my time. My mom didn't understand rock him. She didn't, she didn't understand why I like PE. So, you know, the, these kids can, can have their heroes. I just don't have to like them. You know, they, just like they don't have to like Nas, they don't have to like Big Daddy Kane, they don't have to like Jay-Z. I have the right to not like, you know, um, Lil whoever, Lil Pump or anybody. Absolutely. But I think... I, I think hip hop is in. I think hip hop is in a great space. There's a lot. Um, just yesterday, uh, Apollo Brown released the album with um, a guy from Chicago. Really dope, wow. dope album. Like I love Apollo Brown. Apollo, Apollo. Now Apollo Brown will make me turn on the NPC. Apollo Brown has made me turn on the NPC or the NPC two live the live. Paulo Brown is dope. Yeah. That man, I think is, I think it's his bass lines. They're just incredible. I buy, I buy everything he has. Matter of fact, uh, have you heard the uh the album he did with Raheem Devon? It's an RB album. I have not. Was that recent? Fire. I think I think he put it out last year. Okay. Last year or two years ago. Like it's it's his only RB album. Everything else has been hip hop, but it's dope. I like, I like people singing over hip hop type beats. But shout out to Apollo Brown for putting out another uh, masterpiece yesterday that came out yesterday or Tuesday. Absolutely, yeah. shout out to Apollo Brown, legend. Yeah. Be quiet. <laughs> Um, you said, actually, this is kind of, I didn't expect to ask this question, but, um, you said you grew up in the nineties, which was like East coast, West coast was like at its peak. And you just said something about singing over hip hop beats. That was definitely something the West coast was doing at that time. So what was your preference back then? I was definitely East coast. I definitely had an East coast bias, but, but. I loved what DJ Quick was doing on the West. Even, even more so than, than Dre. Like, I like, I really liked DJ Quick. Like, his production, have you ever listened to uh, AMG's first album? Bitch Better Have My Money? No, I haven't. Go listen to that album. It is nothing but, he used all breakbeats, first of all. Wow. It's 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 all break beats over samples. What's it called? Uh, bitch, better have my money. AMG. The artist is AMG. Okay. Vertical Joyride. Bitch, better have my money. Um, Janine. That 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 album is a classic to me. Shout out to Quick. Yeah, absolutely. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. 
I think I, I like Compton's Most Wanted. I love Compton's Most Wanted. I honestly I haven't listened to a whole lot of DJ Quick, but I gotta I gotta get that straightened out. You have you have you have to listen to that was that was quick to me at his peak. Like that that was that was a great album. I love I, I could I could play that album back to front. Front to back. Damn. Amazing album. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's I mean. You said you had like an East Coast bias, so that's really saying something. That's awesome. I really did. I really did. <laughs> who who were your um who are your favorite artists on the East Coast? EPMD. Ooh. EPMD is the best duo ever. I don't care about no outcast. I don't care about nobody. EPMD is the gold standard to duos. I, don't give me no dog pound. I don't hear nothing. Nobody's beating EPMD as far as duo. Damn, that's a that's a that's a hot take. Gangstar, or do you count them as a duo? Ooh, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. That's mm, see, man, come on, man, don't do that to me. I still gotta go. I still gotta go with EPMD because they were first. Oh, they were first. So I got to go with them. Gangstar is a close second, though. Mm. I, 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 I love I love Guru. I, I love Gangstar. I love when I when I first started doing production, if you listen, if I played you some of my earlier stuff, you could hear me imitating Premiere mm. with the with the, the, the way I chopped samples. That's all I did. I was I was baby Premiere back then. In fact, I'm going to release those old beats. The name of the project is called uh, TSOP, The Spirit of Premiere. Oh, that's a yeah. dope name. Yeah. Yeah, you got y'all be on the lookout for that. TSOP. Exactly. Yeah, man. But EPMD, yeah. That's dope. That's super cool. Um. Who would you this is this is the last question because it looks like we're running out of time, unfortunately. Um oh, man. who would you say are your top five favorite hip hop storytellers? Ooh, uh in no particular order, Biggie, Slick Rick, Special Ed, Mr. Cheeks. I got one more. Yeah. Um Big pun. Big pun. Ooh. I was just listening to uh was actually today I was listening to twins. It's big pun dumb. is big pun is is oh I forgot Coogee rap. Ooh. Ooh. Don't Coogee rap in there. Just, right, just six. make it six. Make it six. Yeah. Coogee rap. Yeah, man. Sure. Um I think I think that's when you when you when you say the state of hip hop, that's the only thing missing from hip hop is storytelling, to me. Um, every everything right now is uh, told in first person. <laughs> you know, I I want I, I would you know you ain't got a story story me to death, but you know, a good story once in a while wouldn't hurt. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Black Rob has some good story 
uh, records on his albums. Black Rob. Yeah. You ever heard of Black Rob? I, Bad Boy? I, I think he I did have. Whoa. Be quiet. <laughs> he did Whoa? He, yeah. That's his uh, Buckwild produced Whoa for, for uh, Black Rob. Ooh, Buckwild was awesome. I love his production. Buckwild is dope. Have you listened to his album with um, Ito? 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 Yeah. I don't think the I The whole have. album. It's fire. I've heard it's fire. he put out like a like a remix tape Buckwild did with a bunch of like he did. Um, there was like Life's a Bitch on there. There was. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bunch. That was. I had that plan on repeat for a while. It was incredible. Yeah, shout out, shout out to to, to Buck. Um, he uh he, he produced for um, um rest in peace Tame One. Uh, he did you know some joints for the uh uh damn, what's the name of the group from Jersey Tame One and uh El Sensei. Okay. Uh, hold on, man. Cause I know they're gonna kill me when you post this. <laughs> <laughs> that I can't remember the name of the group. Uh uh Artifacts. I don't know why I couldn't think Artifacts. of Artifacts. Oh, yeah, Artifacts. Man. They're from Jersey? They're from Jersey. Oh, I didn't know that. They're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong That's side of the tracks. Yeah. I could. I think I played wrong side of the tracks forever. Like I love that. I love that song. And I listened to it so I listened to that beat so much. I had no idea it was about graffiti. I didn't even listen to the words. I had no idea the song was about graffiti. Damn, it is. I gotta listen to that back again. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I, that that that's that's how much I was into the beat, but of course I knew the words and I was reciting them. But mentally it wasn't. I'm just saying them. You know what I mean? But yeah, rest in peace, Tame One. Yeah, absolutely. He just recently passed. Oh damn. Oh man. Do 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 a, a rapid rapid round question. We only got like three minutes left. Rapid round. I yeah. Uh... Give me some some one answer questions or something. Uh, let's do Gangstar or uh, P Rock Seal Smooth. Gangstar. All right. Uh, Q Tip or Dilla. Dilla. All right. Um, let's do Dre or Premier. Premier. Yeah, I guess that was that, that was obvious. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nintendo or Sega? Ooh. Nintendo. Hell yeah. I got the original right here, bro. Nintendo. You know, you know what's crazy? I was in uh I was in uh micro center. You have a micro center where you're at? 
No. It's like, it's like a computer store. They sell like computer parts and like you can build computers there. But they sold, they they had an Atari unit USB that you, that you could connect to your computer or to a TV. It was what? crazy. They had the 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 Atari, the old Atari wood grain console, but it was USB. I was like, ooh. If it, it wasn't I, it wasn't a knockoff? No, it was made by Atari. But yeah, Atari might have sold, you know, Atari might have been bought, so I don't I don't know. But it had it came with like 20 games. It didn't have Pitfall or uh I wanted Galaxian or Galaga. Mm. It didn't have those. So those are the two games that I really played on Atari. But yeah, Galaga's every chance I get. Yeah, if if I see an arcade uh, or like I go into a pizza shop and they have Galaga, I'm playing it. So good. We have Contra. We have. I love Contra. Contra? I haven't played that one. You haven't played Contra? Oh, oh, oh! Shout out to uh, what's 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 the group? Razcast son and um sons and uh ODB son. What what's what's the what's the name of the group? Contra something. But they they are rapping, rapping. You talk about raising somebody right in hip hop. These kids are probably all under twenty five, and they are rapping, rapping. Oh, Coast Contra! Man. Is that what you're talking about? Coast Contra, yes. Yeah, those guys are awesome. <sighs> yes, uh, Razkaz's son is in is in the group. His sons. Oh, they're the twins. Yeah. No. Those are Razzy's sons. Wow. Yep. Damn, I'm gonna look at those guys completely different now. <laughs> wow. Right, apple don't fall too far from the tree. Absolutely, man. Hey, yeah. I, we, I've been saying this is like the third time I'm saying this, but we gotta wrap this up, unfortunately. Um, okay, what like, okay. What I like to be doing with all the guests on here is sending them a, a cassette tape of the audio, so you'll get that in Ooh. the mail at some point. So, um, okay. Again, thank you so much, Digital Hustler, for being on. Um, and I'll Alex, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, and y'all have a great rest of your day. Go make some music. <laughs>